0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Gen Z Money. Today, we're continuing on our career series and today I'm gonna to be chatting to Nami, who is 25 and works in The Mines doing fly in, fly out work. I asked Nami a ton of questions about his work, including how he got into it, What he's actually doing on a day-to-day basis, what the schedules are like in mining, the pros, the cons, and the question everyone wants to know, which is how much do miners get paid? I found this episode really interesting and Nami shared some great advice, so let's get right into it. Hi Nami, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast.
2: Oh, no worries.
1: Now, I have a bunch of questions for you today because I... I initially found you through the My Millennial Money Facebook group about a year or maybe even two years ago when you just bought your first house and it was an awesome story. So I've got a ton of questions to get through with you today. So do you mind if we just jump right into those? Yeah, not a problem. Perfect. Well, first of all, I'd love if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey.
2: So basically, yeah, my name's Nami. I'm 25 years old. I migrated to Australia when I was about 10 years old uh, from South Africa. But I, I, was born in Zambia, so I lived in South Africa about eight years. Um, moved over here for my family, two sisters, uh, mum and dad, and um, yeah, we had a you know good good upbringing. Mum showed us a lot about the importance of money and saving and working hard. And uh, my parents uh, didn't really have much when they first started out and started from the bottom really, and um, worked their way up. And yeah, like I just yeah grasped a lot of knowledge from them, and it sort of brushed off onto me and so throughout uh school and stuff I've always had like little side hustles and stuff like that so yeah money's been li- really um really like something I've been interested in doing like making money and how to make more money and stuff like that so yeah it's been it's been great
1: awesome so tell me a little bit about getting into fly and fly out work was it something that you always knew you wanted to do or is it something that you just landed in
2: yeah oh the f- funny thing about fly and fly out I um I used to go to uni, I, I, start, I was studying construction management and um, yeah, with, I did towards the end of my second year when I was finishing up, I just realised it really wasn't for me and I, work, I pretty much worked full-time hours and did full-time uni and I really wanted to make money and like I've always known mining as like this magical pot of gold somewhere you can run away to the desert and make this money, I, like always hearing stories about mining and stuff like that. Um, I do actually come from a mining family, like my, my grandfather was in the mines, so got a few uncles in there, got a cousin studying mining engineering. So I, it, it was just like by luck, I, I just had a call from a friend who worked at a site in Western Australia and said, yeah, they're putting on um, new starters and probably uh, apply, put your name down and see what happens. And yeah, yeah kicked off from there. So I was pretty lucky.
1: Amazing. And I'm guessing you were thinking, all right, I'm going to take this on. I'm, I'm going to be getting paid quite well because that's usually the assumption in mining. Did you go into it with any specific goals in mind?
2: Yeah, like um, I w- I've always wanted to own my own house. Uh, that was my um, my goal. So um, uh, if, if I actually uh, I wanted to go in mining for a quick cash grab. So like I wanted to take a small hiatus from uni. Uh, I was thinking about just doing mining for about six months And just to build up a deposit and sort of uh, get a house and keep going with uni and work. But yeah, I fell in love with the lifestyle (laughs) and um, yeah, like nearly five years later, I'm still here.
1: (laughs) Amazing. I hear that's quite a a common story with people that get into mining. (laughs) So we know that you work in mining and I know that there's a huge variety of roles in that industry. What is it that you're doing on a day to day basis?
2: So I'm, I'm, I could say my role is best described as as an all-rounder. So, like, there's multiple roles. There's many, many roles in the mind. Like, it's a multi-billion-dollar, uh, like, operation being run. So there's thousands of roles, or let's say hundreds, but, like, thousands of people inside at one time. Um, so it's a wide range. So I'm, I'm in the production side of things. So that's pretty much getting the dirt out of the ground and getting it um, moved to certain areas and stuff like that. So that's where I... Uh, uh, specialize in. Mm-hmm.
1: And is it hard to get a job in that industry? I know that you you had a connection, which was really great, but for anyone who's looking to get into it, what's the process like?
2: Uh, for every, anyone trying to get into it, uh, yeah, it's pretty hard. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's like, it's like winning the lottery, getting a job in the mining or, or a good one um, to start off with. Um, you can always start out small, like jobs like um, trade assistants and Um, like uh, traineeships there's plenty of traineeships on offer but they also are pretty hard to get into but like even like getting a job like as a cleaner or housekeeping or like in the shop or something that's a good stepping stone like just getting to a mine site then sort of building your network from there that's that's another way people use but yeah there's multiple ways of getting in but yeah if you really want to get in you you will get in you just got to keep applying it and don't Mm -hmm. give up yeah
1: yeah. Good advice. Good advice. And I know I've known personally people that work in mining and it's you really do work for your money from what I've heard. So, could you share with us a little bit about what your schedule's like?
2: Uh, so, basically, I'm, I'm on a two-on-one roster. So, how that works, it's seven days, uh, seven nights and seven days off. So, this is a really popular roster in Western Australia because I, I, I work in Western Australia. Um, I'm an interstate FIFO worker. So, my principal place of residence is in Newcastle, New South Wales, but I um, fly, fly in and out from Sydney to Perth, then off to the Pilbara to work. So, yeah, so my schedule is um, in, in the, on day shift, we start at about five o'clock. You get the bus to site, uh, start work at about 5.30, finish up about six and repeat that and you just reciprocate that for night shift. So at the same time, then you get seven days off.
1: Mm-hmm. And what's the living situation like uh, out there in the Pilbara?
2: Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Like um, it's sort of like being at school camp, like for <laughs> a long period of time. Um, you, you get your own room and you got your own shower and bathroom. Um, uh, it's pretty good. Good uh, living arrangements. Um, they try and make it as comfortable as possible, but obviously it's we're still in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, it's just air conditioning and good facilities. You've got gyms and. Uh, tennis courts, basketball courts, everything you need, pools, you name it.
1: And they provide all your food and things like that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an, another positive of working FIFO is uh, all, your, all your meals are provided. All the food here is free except for the shop, of course. We have like a little tuck shop. You can get like you know, a packet of chips and stuff. But yeah, all your meals are provided. So how it works is uh, you get uh, breakfast, and dinner, and you, for your lunch, you just pack it when you go for breakfast and you just take it to site with you. But, yeah, all the meals are provided and got there's plenty of water and everything you need, um, so you, you really don't spend much at all when you're on site, which is a plus.
1: Yeah, yeah that's good. That's really good. So what is it th- about the FIFO lifestyle and your job that you really enjoy?
2: I, I really enjoy the opportunities you get because, you know, like um, earning like, a good wage and um, having that full full uh, week off is, is really beneficial you can get you get to do a lot of stuff that most nine to five people wouldn't do like um they, you, they usually just have a weekend off but you have a full week and you can sort of go on like mini adventures and you can time your, your holidays right if you take like a week off work it turns into two weeks and you can even travel overseas or something so it does it does allow you to do a lot of um out of the box stuff and yeah it's pretty good like for single male like you know myself like I've I don't have any kids or anything, so I don't find it hard at all. So, but yeah, I know it can be challenging to some. We, we've got families and stuff they go back to, but I, I find it good.
1: So, even though you don't have a family just yet, I'm sure that there are still challenges um, in in this lifestyle. So, for you, what are some of the aspects of the role that you find challenging, other than the fact that you're obviously working extremely long hours? Uh, it's probably
2: the challenging, probably the most challenging aspect of my my Working FIFO is probably the FOMO you get. Um, like every now and again, you'll there'll be like an event on, and all your friends will be there and posting about it. you at work, like just that FOMO. But you get used to it after a while, and um, yeah, that's what I find challenging. Because uh, and also like not seeing family for a long period of time, like your parents and and like siblings. But yeah, like I, like I said, you do do get adjusted to that lifestyle. But it, you know, it's what it's part of the uh, business. So yeah. You just um, yeah. got to just roll with the punches, I guess.
1: And I imagine it makes you value the time that you do have with your friends and family even more when you do get that.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. It sure does.
1: Now, I'm going to ask the question that I'm sure everyone's thinking, and I know this is going to be a hard one to answer because it would depend on the role or, and your experience. But could you talk us through, I guess, some of the salary ranges for fly-in, fly-out workers?
2: Yeah, that, that is a very broad, 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 broad question, but... Um, it's that's a that's that's a tough one, but um basically if you okay if we talk of flying flyer um it's you definitely gonna make six figures or even four, or at least tickle it and and the sky's the limit really um but you you generally your average salary in Firefox is probably about one hundred twenty thousand and it ranges till up to three hundred thousand so it just depends on like the role you do um but like yeah and you just. The time spent and the skills you develop, but yeah, that's that's sort of the range. But yeah, you definitely it's definitely a six figure job, and yeah, you you if you work hard, you will see the money. That's for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think some of the skills or qualities are that would suit that kind of fly in fly out lifestyle? What kind of qualities does a fly in fly out worker need to have?
2: Oh, uh, you definitely need to be enthusiastic and. Uh, um, uh, just ready to adapt to like ever-changing environments and fast-paced environments and ha- hazardous environments. So you got to have a, a general level of fitness and, and, you know, can do attitude because some, some days are harder than most, but you just got to keep, just keep going on. And um, yeah, it's one of those um, qualities you need. You just have to have be persevered, persevere, but some, like you, you can be flat out one day and the next day is like you're in, you're chilling on an island like it can be cruisy as. so um it's not always flat out it's not like what people think um you know like you think of like an old coal mine movie or something like that people like using pickaxes no it's not not like they're not quite like that um uh, there's a lot of people who are very very chilled out on site so yeah it all depends on what job you do but they'll they won't work you till till you die or anything but they'll definitely uh, give you your breaks and stuff so it's not hard labor but yeah you just have have to have a positive attitude and yeah you'll get through the day quite well
1: and I know that a lot of people as you said for yourself you went into fly and fly out work with a plan to save some money for six months and then and then jump out of it now I know now that you said that you you're really enjoying your work what's the long-term plan for you with your career
2: yeah long-term plans yeah definitely I'd, I'd love to I'd definitely love to go back to uni um soon and um probably yeah, further my studies and maybe something that relates to mining that can re- uh, can help me along the way and um, help me progress my career. Um, yeah, I've, I'm really into like property and a bit of shares and maybe a little bit of crypto. So like I, I, I like um, mining because it allows me to have more flexibility with such investments and stuff. So I definitely want to, when I finish up mining, I definitely want to have like enough money to pay out, pay down a property in, in cash. That'll be, that'll be the my ultimate goal to, to have a fully owned property. And I think that can be easily achievable.
1: I totally agree. And we'll definitely have to have you back on the show once you've done that.
2: <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, definitely.
1: Now I have one closing question. What advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into fly in, fly out work?
2: Yeah, my advice is, yeah, just don't give up. Um, ask questions. Ask anyone you know and try and Fly out to help you out. Um, just apply, apply, apply. Um, yeah, basically, if you keep applying, persevere, um, you'll definitely get in. And don't don't just set your don't set your bar too high. Try and find the job though, will at least get your foot through the door, and you can build your network while you're on site. Like once you're on site, you'll get to understand how get a feel for the lifestyle. I and mean, um, yeah, there's a lot of people to talk to, and there's people always hiring, and that's probably the best way is to like just get, get your foot in the door. It doesn't matter if you're you know, offside drilling or housekeeping or, or whatever gets you in here. But, yeah, once you get in here, it's, it's uh, yeah the it's sky's the limit and that's how you just move on. Yeah, that's that's my advice.
1: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Nami. I know that you've had a long day at work and I really appreciate you taking the time out to share all this with, um, with our listeners. I'm sure it's going to be very helpful for those who are looking to get into this lifestyle. So thank you.
2: Thank you very much. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on
0: the show.